0: The top stories from the KCBS radio newsroom. This is the all local. After a short break, another round of rain on the way for the Bay Area. You might already be feeling raindrops in the North Bay. Good morning. I'm Dan Mitchinson, and we'll start off the hour by heading over to the National Weather Service right now. Joining us on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline, meteorologist Braden Murdoch. Good morning. Good morning. Well, why, where are we on this first storm that's already dropped a little bit of rain around parts of the area this morning?
1: So most of it is still located in the North Bay, it is about to actually enter the SF Bay within the next hour, and along with it we're going to start seeing those winds build up and then plenty of rain chances lasting through the day and then going into the night.
0: So what what kind of rain amounts, what kind of rain totals are we looking from this first system?
1: So this one's going to be a lot more focused over the North Bay. We're going to see areas as far north as Cloverdale getting between two to four inches. And then, of course, those higher peaks in the North Bay, we can see some areas getting close to five inches. But the Bay Area itself, San Jose, looking more closer to three-quarters of an inch. San Francisco, just around an inch and a quarter. So this one's not going to be as uh, aggressive as the last few systems we've seen.
0: And this is going to last through, is it tomorrow afternoon?
1: Correct. And then... Tomorrow night, we start to see the next system try to enter.
0: Okay, and tell us about that one.
1: So this one is looking like the bigger of the next two, and uh, it's going to be another atmospheric river trying to pass through, oriented a bit different from the previous uh, two larger atmospheric rivers we had come through. So the uh, one we had on New Year's Eve that was more uh, east to west. Uh, As far as orientation, the one we had on the 4th was more north to south. This one's kind of in between, which will probably mean more widespread rainfall, and everybody's going to get a little taste of this one.
2: Mm.
0: What about the Santa Cruz Mountains? How much rain have we had up there?
1: It's been plenty so far. I don't have that number up for you right now, but the last few events, the Santa Cruz Mountains have been some of the biggest winters within the Bay, some areas getting close to 7 inches from that uh, January 4th one.
0: Is is this is all this happening as the weather service thought it might when when the predictions started coming back out late in fall for, for these kinds of uh, storms to move into northern California?
1: So when we're going back, as far back as fall, we knew this. Is, uh, we were setting up for uh, the first half. that winter to be La Nina, but a fairly weak one. So now we're kind of more back into neutral Enzo conditions. So not really an El Nino or La Nina, um, which means we're kind of seeing the potential for it to be kind of in between throughout the rest of January. And just the way our jet stream set up from this one, it's looking like it's going to be a fairly wet January. And so far, you've noticed, it has been quite a wet start.
0: <laughs> yeah, right on the head with that one. All right, Braden, appreciate it as always. That is meteorologist Braden Murdoch with the National Weather Service. Now let's talk about these outages that we've been getting. The uh, latest update, uh, about 27,000 or so from PG&E customers across a number of counties continue to be without power right now. The ongoing outage hitting Sonoma County. It looks like hard this morning, about 8,600 people waiting for the power to come back on. 7,000 or so PG&E customers are without power in Santa Cruz as well. Humboldt County, about 5,100 and more than 3,800 in San Mateo County. According to PG&E estimates on when the power is going to come back on, well, in some areas, it could be by tonight. In other areas, it could be sometime tomorrow morning. So we'll keep you updated on that. Now to Petaluma, where police are asking for your help in identifying the people involved in a hit-and-run collision. 45-year-old man was struck at about 5.40 Wednesday afternoon as he crossed Sonoma Mountain Parkway, this is just north of East Washington Street. The man is in stable condition at the hospital, but police are looking for anyone who saw what happened and can help them identify the car and the driver. Traffic safety advocates say San Francisco is moving way too slow on its proposed improvements to some of the city's most dangerous streets for pedestrians. KCBS's Mike DeWald reports 19 have been killed in San Francisco in the past year.
1: In 2021, San Francisco
0: committed to completing 80 miles of traffic safety projects
1: by 2024. Last year, just two of the 20 planned miles were completed, and 15 more are planned for this year. We're just worried that's that's already gotten really off track. That's Marta Lindsay with Walk SF. She says Bay Street, Stockton Street, and Petrero Avenue are some of the city's worst offenders, in part because of how wide they are.
3: Narrowing the street in general, narrowing the lanes, how many there are, how wide they are really affects how fast drivers go and of course that's the biggest threat to pedestrians.
1: Lindsay hopes the completion of these projects will ultimately slow drivers down.
3: The Tenderloin has a no turn on red policy that we've been waiting to happen more broadly in the city that still hasn't moved forward uh, so that you're reducing that chance of conflict for a turning driver. On average
1: around 30 people are killed and more than 500 injured each year on San Francisco
3: streets. The pace is just dragging and it can't because people's lives are at risk, as we know all too well. Mike DeWald, KCBS.
0: And there's an interest in using the ocean's waves from these storms to power the state's power grid.
3: The federal government is helping fund one wave energy technology off the coast of Oregon right now. Whether it'll be used in the mainstream will come down to money, but there has been interest in harnessing wave energy for a long time.
1: It wasn't until the mid-70s that there was a a real kind of engineering and mathematical theory that was developed to describe how you could actually harness it.
3: Brian professor of mechanical engineering at the University of Washington. If
1: you go to university settings, you can see them right now. And you'd see that unlike, say, solar panels or wind turbines, where there's kind of one dominant design that everyone's using for wave energy, there are dozens, if not hundreds of concepts that have been tested or on the drawing. It's at a very different stage than most other renewable energies are. A very exciting stage.
3: According to the government's own numbers, if marine energy captured with today's tech was harnessed, it could power some 1.3 million homes in california alone natalie tavidian kcbs
0: stephen with more now from the sports desk
1: the nfl has officially approved the alterations to the afc's playoff picture in certain scenarios the league owners took it to a vote earlier this week This after the announcement that the Bills-Bengals game from Monday night was canceled and declared a no contest. It was a game that had major playoff implications. Now, the league sent out the official resolution. The alterations will primarily mitigate the competitive inequity in the postseason as far as home field advantage in the AFC playoffs. This resolution declares that the AFC Championship game may be played at a neutral site and there may be a possible site change for the Bengals-Ravens game in the postseason wildcard round under the defined conditions. If you want to take a look at those conditions, it is posted to my Twitter page at Langford KCBS. It's all dependent on tomorrow's games for Week 18. At the sports desk, Stephen
2: Langford, KCBS. Expect the rain to pick up as we get into the afternoon today from this first system of two. The Monday storm is the far more impressive one. But since we've got one coming in on Saturday, and it's not necessarily a lightweight one, let's get into the details on that first. Uh, Showers in the North Bay through the morning become more widespread as we get into the afternoon today. And really from about, like, afternoon into the evening, plan on rain. It'll be on again, off again, until we get to, like, 9, 10 o'clock at night, when the showers are going to become better organized, somewhat heavier... Cold front marches across the entire Bay Area tonight, meaning the rain is uh, kind of steady and widespread, and that goes really in a window from like, let's say, 9, 10 o'clock until about 2, 3 in the morning. You're also going to notice the strongest winds then we will have gusts to near 40 miles an hour uh, at the lower elevation, stronger than that up in the hills, so there's likely going to be some more down trees tonight as a result of that. And we are under a flood watch once again for the amount of rain coming in tonight, Uh, and into tomorrow. But the good news is by sunrise on Sunday, we're done. And Sunday, you don't get rained on. Sunday's a break. But the bigger storm comes in on Monday, much heavier rain with that one, far longer lasting and more widespread. And it's really from Monday morning through the rest of Monday. That one's going to deliver up to two and a half inches by itself in the North Bay and up to an inch and a half for pretty much every other location. That one then becomes a far more significant concern from a flooding perspective, Bay Area wide streets, roads, streams, creeks, and the main stem river of the Russian River. Likely, as we get into Monday night and Tuesday, will be at flood stage. We'll get a little bit of a break on Wednesday. I'm meteorologist Darren Peck with your KCBS KPIX 5 First Alert forecast. All right, lots going on. Thanks, Darren.
0: Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts, and stream us on your smart speaker twenty four seven by saying "Play KCBS Radio."
2: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You here?
3: Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. <laughs>